0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. As always, I hope your week is going well, and we are so excited that you're here for more of some fun Disney talk as we answer your listener questions. Today, we get some great questions about enjoying Walt Disney World around the holiday season, but what can you do other than seeing the decorations in the parks, the deluxe resorts, and Fort Wilderness? That's a tough one, but we do have some ideas also, how do you celebrate a meal for 15 to show appreciation when your father-in-law is taking the whole family on the vacation, but you want to return the favor with a great meal? What places could you consider? We discuss that. We also get into some run Disney logistics questions as far as getting to the race, how much time it takes, traveling solo to a race weekend, and what if you're not running a run Disney race, but you just happen to be there at the same time? How might that affect your time in the theme parks? This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. Today's show always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. For all of your Disney trip planning needs, the agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. That one extra click really does help us out. It's be our guest slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the be our guest podcast. You make all these shows possible three to four shows every week, all around the world. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to get on that, we'd love to have you coming over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world. You found the be our guest Walt Disney world trip planning podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2158 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel happy wednesday to you hope you are having another tremendous week and we are here to answer your listener questions as we do to get you over that hump every week and let's do it right now and joining me as always we have the co-owner of the magic for less travel and the dealer of taco bell gift cards pam forrester up in pittsburgh (laughs) pennsylvania what's up pam thanks for the uh the good old, the burritos and tacos. You can keep your, nothing says a happy employee like free burritos and tacos.
1: I'm like trying to picture this now. So what is your standard order? Let's think about this. Cause you know, for those of you who know me, no, I did not want to indulge this in you, Mike. I didn't want to recognize this um, habit of yours in this space, but
0: You don't know how many times I've gotten asked by email what my standard Taco Bell order is. I've probably been asked this 15 times or more by by listeners. Okay, so I got to tell you. So since I have been uh, kind of on the IL with running over the past couple of weeks, I'm trying to cut back a little bit on the calorie intake, right? Because I'm, I'm trying to be careful because like the one thing about running 13 miles a day and then I usually walk about five more throughout the day, I usually get up to about 19 miles. So because of that, I tend to eat whatever I want. I don't care. Like, and it, it kind of, it's like a checks and balance thing, right? It cashes itself out. So, my order when I go there typically is I get a cheese roll up, which is just basically like a burrito shell and some cheese in it. I get okay. a cheesy bean and rice burrito, a chili cheese burrito, a Doritos Locos taco, and a nachos, just the chips and cheese. That's my normal order. Now, since I've been just walking every day, I've knocked out the che- cheesy bean and rice burrito, which is on the dollar menu. So it only saves me a buck, but that's it. I get those four things and I'm happy. And cause I get the nachos so I can snack on the nachos on the drive back to the house. So I have something. So to, like to you're
1: saying on. these words and I have no concept of what they mean. Oh, like, they're so good.
0: Are, it's bur- are, cause you get, you no. think about it. You get a, no. you get the nachos. They're kind of like your appetizer. You get a taco a taco kind of a uh, thing you get a burrito in two burrito things so they get four items you're good to go okay that's, i see i
1: legit probably have not been at a taco bell since like college
0: oh my gosh it, but you know True. you should go back man Truly. nostalgia it tastes exactly the same as it did in 1991 i'm telling you yeah man. so
1: that's i think that's what keeps me away
0: <laughs> good <laughs> it's good <could>. 1991 <laughs> was good to me man i just remember like in like 89 when batman came out there was a batman promotion and i remember there was like a rocky and bullwink movie that came out at some point during high school when i drove my mg they had this thing oh, where funny. you had to eat like 35 or 40 tacos and then you could send away and get like a t-shirt dude i crushed like those 40 tacos in like a week after high school baseball practice every day i drive my mg <laughs> up through the drive-thru get like a te- taco 10 pack crush those things next day I just go up and get another hard 10 tacos taco 10 pack just kill them So I'm just saying. Um,
1: So speaking of the the '90s or the early 2000s, my husband rolled out in an outfit this morning that I think he may have worn the last time we were at the Taco Bell. So I don't know. I think like guys in general hold on to their clothes for a long time. um, You know, without I was like, where did these come from? He's like, I love this. I love this shirt. I'm like,
0: from what I've heard. in the free show, like, he's getting ready to celebrate Epcot 40. You know, this was something F-Cot from 40, the Millennium yes, Celebration, yes. you know, cargo yes. shorts, ready to rock. You know, have got to bring it back. Exciting. He's ready. He's like, good. Is when
1: we're getting ready. on the plane, right. we
0: only got a couple weeks, we're going to meet Dr. Kai, we're going to meet Ella, we're going to have a good time, we're going to go, you know, stand where Horizons once stood, we're going to just kind of try to Pretend like space isn't there, you know, uh, <laughs> mission space and all that good stuff. Anyway, before we get to today's questions, because that's why you're here. And if you have questions, you're joining us live here on the Facebook or YouTube channels. Drop them in. Vera Mike already has. And anybody else, please put those in there. I wanted to take a moment to seriously get serious for a second and thank everybody for the kind words. And in, in our Be Our Guest Podcast Lizards group, our running team, our group that gets together and if you don't know, with the podcast, we've been doing this for almost 15 years. And we, we got this group together. We, a bunch of us get together at all the races down at Walt Disney World. And it's grown to where people get together at races outside of Disney. People, you know, go to the Boston Marathon together. People go to the Chicago Marathon together. Smaller races in Texas, in Arizona, California, Illinois, wherever. People get together. We have over 2,700 members on the Facebook page. And if you want to join us, just go on Facebook and just search Be Our Guest Lizards. And it's an open group. It's a closed group. It just asks to join Mike Bankhead after a few days. We'll let you in It just so we don't have any spammers. But it's a great group who supports each other. But I just wanted to take the opportunity to say, because I'll tell you what, I've been super frustrated over the past couple of weeks because I have not been able to run. And I always run every morning. It helps me get my mindset right. And I haven't been able to because of my knee and everybody's been asking about my knee, and my knee is such a minor thing. It is not a big deal. It's a stupid knee injury, and it's going to be okay. I got some results. It's not as bad as I thought, so I'm going to be back sooner than later. But everybody, so many people have reached out and just said, like, they're praying for me. They're, you know, hoping for the best. They're encouraging me every day on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and everywhere, and I just got to say, Thank you. You guys are amazing. You guys, it's not a big deal, but you guys make it like it is. And you've made me feel so good in this very frustrating time. And the other thing I wanted to say is that we have folks on the lizards that are battling things much more serious than a stupid knee injury. You know, I got like a cyst behind my knee, apparently, and a couple of just other things. It's not a huge deal. Um, But other people are fighting bigger, bigger battles, you know, with much more serious injuries and just with the, the valor that people are fighting these things the positive attitude and when I log in and see somebody posts about their daily you know achievements how they're how they're fighting the struggle against you know some kind of a, a terrible illness or affliction that's that's battled them or an injury and how they're you know achieving great things and I log in and I see after an hour after that post it's got 52 comments positive comments encouraging this person 67 by the end of the day 102 by the next day this is what a family's about you know this is what love is this is what a team is and i just want to say that i am so glad to be a part of this one member of this team and pam you probably see this you know we don't mention this enough but you know we get to talk about disney we get to just have a good time joking cutting up here on the show hopefully you know getting some laughs out there some good information But when it boils down to it, we have amazing people who love each other. And and I just wanted to acknowledge that and thank that, you know, thank everybody for being a part of that. It's amazing.
1: It's a great example of the good things that social media can do if people choose to use it in that way um, really and truly. So it's a great example of it. And it's due to all the people that are in there for sure.
0: Absolutely. All right. So, and if you're battling one of those things, I'm with you, I'm praying for you. I know a lot of folks are going through a lot of stuff and, uh, we're going to get through this all together. So hang in there. All right. Abigail's got a question. She says, Lister question. First run Disney. So speaking of the lizard, let's do a run Disney question. She says, Hey, Mike and team, after being a fair weather runner who always said things like, I'm going to run a half marathon and who are, uh, and who wants to sign up for a race with me, but never actually ran anything more than a three mile race at a time. Listening to your podcast, convinced me to get it together and sign up for something real. So I'm doing the uh, springtime surprise 10 miler. I'm doing it alone. No pals wanted to join me in planning to stay at the Dolphin so I can get those late night hours and borrow transportation from the boardwalk, which leads me to my questions. One, what tips do you have for a first time Disney runner? Any other tips for a very green race runner? Okay, she has three questions. Okay, first of all, I'm excited for you because you finally committed and nothing says commitment, like paying that, that race entry fee. Cause it hurts. And here's the other thing I've been thinking about. <laughs> this is the first year because of Scott. Cause he's done this a couple times where I took the initiative to sign up for all four of the race weekends. I signed up for wine and dine. I signed up for dopey. I signed in their challenges at all four of them too. Like I paid like too much money to run all these races. And I'm like, this is the first year that I'm not going to like get to one of the re- weekends, but ah, I should have signed up at the last minute and then, you know, be boxed out. Cause you got to sign up immediately this is the first year that I have an injury. I'm like, dang it. Like dude, my knee goes out. I mean, I can't re- you know, hopefully I can get this together. Cause I've paid all this money. I was like, this is how the world works, right? You sign up for his races, blow out your knee. Anyway, here's the thing. You're signed up, you're committed. First of all, and this is from somebody that's done a bajillion of these race weekends at this point, enjoy the journey from now till springtime. Because there's going to be a lot of mornings, especially over the winter, where you're going to have to get in training runs. You don't have to go crazy because you got a lot of time for springtime. But enjoy those runs. Don't push yourself too hard, but be consistent in your training and enjoy it. Get yourself a new pair of sneakers at Christmas time. Look forward to stuff like that. Get a fun outfit. You know, buy, treat yourself as you go through certain benchmarks, going from a three-mile run to a five-mile run to a six-mile run to eight miles to ten. And get ready for that. Also, watch videos. Listen to shows. We have a lot of shows about Run Disney experiences in the archives. Just go to uh, beourguestpodcast.podbean.com. Be There's a search box. Search Run Disney. And you'll get some of those past shows. You'll enjoy those. And uh, just, just be ready. The other thing I'll say about the race weekend is get there plenty of time to enjoy the expo because nothing gets you excited for the race weekend. Like going to the expo, you see the vendors, you see all the other runners, you see people getting their bibs. You're going to get your shirt. You're going to be all pumped up. So don't just go do an in and out real quick, get there, enjoy it and have time after the race. The next day, go around, get your pictures with your medal, ride the rides with your medal, Enjoy that. So anything else, Pam, you could say for, you think for a first time runner to, to not forget.
1: I think you had great advice and Mike has run a bajillion of them. And don't worry um, if you're part of the lizards group, you do not have to run alone in that space. You won't be there alone. There'll be so many other people that you can hang out with. There'll be meets closer to that will be talked about and, and plans and you can join in on dining dinner plans and all kinds of things like that. That group's really welcoming in that space. So make sure you join the group and then, there is um, a Google sheet actually, as it gets closer to the race, where you can sign up and have dinner with different people that are like-minded. So um, you won't be alone. Don't worry about that.
0: There's so many crazy things happening in the lizards group. Like, like Rhonda Lee says, she's a, she's a lizard up in Canada, subgroups for every race weekend, meetups, dinners. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's even a thing where we're going to do a, uh, apparently over marathon weekend, there's going to be a group costume for one of the races where we're doing the Scotty G costume. Now, if you don't know, oh my this, goodness. did you hear have you seen this yet? No, we talked about this on the Sunday Night Live show last night. So, what is Scotty G known for running in? He runs in polos, like these real, like nice Nike polos. We're gonna get Nike polos in lizard green colors, and we're all gonna run in those for one of the races. Is the Scotty <laughs> oh G God. uniform, right? Race <laughs> uniform. So that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, so there's actually a whole page. I mean, there's a whole thing, so that kind of stuff. So that's kind of fun just to get ready. Number two, how are the parks before and after the races? Currently booked for a few days after so I can bop around, but not sure if that's the right call. Do you think it'll be busier before or after the race? Pam, you've been down there for many, many of these race weekends. I don't think the runners have a huge impact at all. The one thing I will say, like, and you're not going to be there for a marathon weekend, but the runners tend to go to bed early. So if you're a non-runner, which you're not, but if you're just down there with folks that are running, it's awesome because the runners bust out of the parks by like six or seven and you can stay late. Um, but I would say she's fine. The the runners typically leave on Monday right after the race. So if you're staying a few days after you're in really good shape.
1: Agreed. I, I don't think there's, I mean, so the things that will be impactful is the day after, um, the full marathon you're, I mean, we'll probably want to get your picture taken in front of the castle, but that will be a busier day at the Magic Kingdom because you will be one of a bunch of runners that want to get their picture taken at the castle. So if you can do that early and then scoot to another park, that would, I think, be something that I would think about Um And that's where it's impactful. But in the evening and things like that, because the runners are in bed, like Mike said, there is not a ton of impact that they have on the crowds. Right.
0: He says, number three, is Dolphin a good choice for a race weekend? Are there any drawbacks staying there instead of a true Disney resort? Thanks, big fan. Abigail P.S. I'm a Chicagoan now, but a native Michigander and University of Michigan grad. Tell Scotty that my Wolverines are going to whoop his Spartans this year. (laughs) <laughs> look out those are fighting words and uh that's from abigail so abigail you need to call in on a sunday night and just have it out that's between you and scott i'm not getting in the middle of that big 10 mess um but no so the dolphin i've only stayed there like for a brief moment one media event for a christmas thing a few years back um i i don't even know exactly how the race transportation works from the dolphin and the swan i assume it works the same but if not, That's what like I was going to say. Just check
1: that to make yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. But if that they yeah. still
1: have the race buses available there too.
0: Yeah, I would definitely check on that. And like Alan Young, he's you now, if you want to get advice for anybody about run Disney, it, it's Alan, who's one of our lizards, and he's a, I, he's the definite run Disney expert. He is perfect. Walt, he's perfect Disney marathons. Not only has he run every Walt Disney World marathon. He has run the only marathon that happened at Disneyland, which isn't amazing. They had one. So he's in our live wow. chat. And he says, be open to make friends at the expo, on the buses, in the corrals, during the run, etc." That is the best advice. I have met so many people, because everybody's talking. Like, I go to a lot of these race weekends by myself. And, you know, I'm there with a bunch of the lizards. But a lot of the times, you know, I'll check in at Pop Century, catch a bus over to the expo. I, I haven't met up with anybody yet. But you're always talking to people waiting for the bus over to the expo or on the bus to the expo you're sitting next to a stranger you know just just you know tell them it's my first race weekend you know i'm excited you know they'll tell you where they're from they'll give you their story you'll give them theirs Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you're good friends you may be in the same corral and you hang out for the next race you know it's crazy how you can make friends like that is the best advice everybody wants to share the runners like to talk all right uh let's see here Uh, We have another question from Vero Mike. It's about run Disney. I promise this won't be all run Disney, but he says, my (laughs) wife is doing her first run Disney in November. How long should we expect to spend at the expo on Thursday? And what should we expect? So you can really, you know, sometimes I'm like in and out in an hour. Yeah, I would say give a minimum of an hour because the thing is, by the time you get dropped off by the bus, it takes probably 10 minutes to walk up there. Then it takes a while to kind of maneuver. You got to get in this line to get your bib. You got to sign this paper. You got to be in a five, 10 minute line for that. You got to get in a five minute, 10 line to get your shirts. And then you're probably going to walk through and check out the merchandise. Now, sometimes I go through real quick. The one thing you need to know if you're a first time runner going to an expo, there's really two expos. There's one that has all the exclusive run Disney stuff, the run Disney branded stuff. Now, if you go early when the expo opens, there's going to be a huge line for that stuff. It's like the Run Disney shirts, the hats, the, they have pants. Uh, they used to have sneakers. They don't have those. Any, remember those? The New Balance sneakers? Those were all the rage. I have probably seven pairs yeah. of those. They don't fit anymore. My foot grew, actually, since that. Because I, I ran so much, my foot stretched out. And I'm bummed because none of the shoes fit anymore.
1: Well, plus, the, it was weird that that was like New Balance is so known for making a wide shoe, and they didn't make a wide shoe with that, which was weird.
0: I know. And they were such, they're sweet shoes, man. I wore those things. I wore them to teaching for years. Those were my teaching shoes. They were, those guy. that was like the process to get those shoes back in the day, though. You had to go like, you had to get in the virtual queue. I remember, because that was back when I used to drive, i get in the virtual queue like, like in Atlanta on the way down, you know, like oh my on the phone. Oh my God, I'm in the virtual queue. Then you'd have to like see a person in the corner of the expo room and they take you outside into like a tent. I mean, it was like one year, man. It I was, like, shady. It was super shady. I was like, dude, I'm going to get robbed. I like, got outside in the back of ESPN. He's going to jack me. I'm like, I just need some shoes. Like, what's the secret word? The secret word is Donald Duck. Okay. What size do you need? Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> anyway, but yeah, hour. but if I mean, if you're a shopper, if you're, you know, you're a shopper, your wife's a shopper, seven hours and you're going to be broke. I'm just saying. So be ready. Okay. okay. Here's a good question. That's not run Disney. Thank you. Mary Rose. She says, following up from this morning's podcast, you're not liking, is this about harmonious? And we talked about kind of how harmonious wasn't my favorite. Right. She says, you not liking it has nothing to do with it. It Not, has nothing to do with you being old because I must have said I don't like Harmonious because I'm old. Get off my grass. Uh, you just don't like change. She says I am true. <laughs> don't mess with my Taco Bell. Anyway, uh, Matt and I dislike it as well, she says. Uh, Matt didn't get to see it in person, but I did. We watched a 4K video of it on YouTube last night showing it to our neighbor, and I legitimately didn't remember most of it. It is a two-direction show, so you have to get a specific spot to get a good view of it. It also has too much going on. Water, screens, mists, lights, projections, music, probably the best part of it, she says, and fireworks. As a performer and director of orchestras, there is too much for the audience to focus on. Thus, nothing takes hold, nothing is memorable, and it isn't something most people are going to like enchantment is a much better in-person experience than harmonious anyway all to say your age has nothing to do with disliking it so that was mary rose's opinion on harmonious the, the, maybe they tried to put in too much into the show but i mean again i can see where disney if they don't put enough in people are like oh it looks skimpy uh, sometimes Plus you I think have to be able no to wind. see
1: it from all around right. like
0: I, i'm glad it's i know not I I,
1: it's hard for them <laughs>
0: really and again, we're going to, you know, get something, get something. Is it Epcot Forever confirmed coming back for like a temporary period or are they waiting until they get the new show?
1: I believe that Epcot Forever is coming back for like a period her.
0: of time. I do like Epcot Forever. I like the music. I mean, the fireworks weren't like anything to write home about, but the music was cool. in okay. the jetski yeah the jet skis i mean i mean they got to do something because the kite tails you know is going away at the end of the month how about that maybe if maybe
1: here like here's my dream right they do epcot forever but the kite tails are part of it now
0: oh that's what it is they're gonna bring over mufasa and swoop him around at (laughs) night he's gonna (laughs) they're gonna like put some candles inside of him light him up and right and have him crash into
1: the island and the at the end
0: dude you just cracked the code that was the konami code of disney nighttime spectaculars.
1: let's start the rumor and see yes. if i fix this up
0: we need to call inside the magic that'll be the next headline <laughs> <laughs> i shouldn't have said that out loud but that will be they'll be like reported on the BR guest podcast move Mufa- flaming mufasa coming to world right. showcase lagoon everybody right. get yes. you keep your kids 15 feet back from the rail <laughs> oh my god I should not drink so much soda before we do these shows. The
1: crew of the Lion King confirmed <laughs> yes. to be part of Epcot forever now.
0: Scar kill Mufasa and Scar's coming for your kid in, in World Showcase every night at 908. <laughs> That's Exactly. What Your
1: that. favorite Lion King characters up in smoke because Disney doesn't care.
0: <laughs> oh, this is so bad. Okay, but okay. we got to figure it out there. If this show happens, man, you heard it here first. Just saying.
1: <laughs> Wherever you see this reported. That's right. Let us know.
0: All right, next question's for Brad. He says Yankees fan with a question. Greeting BOGP crew. My very gracious father-in-law is treating us to a family reunion at Walt Disney World in July of 2023. Uh. Did I mention we're staying in the Beach Club Villas? I'm married up in many ways, he says. Yes, I did too. (laughs) I know. Some of us are super lucky. Uh, Since he is treating us to this magical vacation, the least I can do is treat him to a memorable dinner to close out the trip. I've pondered many dining options, including California Grill, Topolino's, Steakhouse 71, Victoria and Albert's, etc. Since I cannot decide, I thought I would ask the experts. Where would you recommend we treat my father-in-law? Here's the caveat, there's going to be 15 of us. Thank you for entertaining us over the years, and congratulations to Ricky. 180 days till my next Joffrey's, Brad. Brad. And I'm helping Brad with this trip, so I appreciate his support. And uh, Pam, you are the expert, because, again, you've heard my taste in dining for the first 20 minutes of this show. Brad's like, Mike, shut up and let Pam talk.
1: <laughs> Mike, there is not a Taco about. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I think the Victorian Alberts is a really nice thought. I think for a group of 15, that's going to be challenging. Um, it's really a small venue. It's not as conducive to some of the um jubilant let's say activities that go on when you go to get a group of 15 together um not that i have not been with groups but i have totally been with groups who have been a little louder maybe than your average victorian alberts guest. but um i will say i think it's easier to just enjoy and relax and whatever at some of the other locations um, And I think it'll be so much easier for you to get reservations there as well. So there's a few um, to mention here. Of course, I'll mention California Grill because I think it's just a great location. The thing you want to remember is right now, um, and we haven't heard about this changing, California Grill is a prefix menu. So you get an appetizer, entree, and dessert, and there's lots of things from which to choose. But check that out to make sure that everyone likes that. Another location I think that's always great is Gico. Um They actually have a private room, um, a we wine that, room, yeah. which we we did right. that at the Magic
0: We're, for less. We had the long table, and that was it was fun did. because we could actually all interact together. The food was excellent. That that was a that was a great like uh, big group meal. That was one of the best. It was.
1: It was. So it's not. So with 15, you probably won't be able to take over the whole room and they will in no way guarantee this. But what you can do is um, reserve for GECO. Then I would stop by there maybe earlier in the trip and just chat with whoever and say, hey, we have a group. Whether they can seat you in that room or have something, you know, somewhere else, it'll be fine. You'll have a great location um, there to dine. Another place I think um, that you're going to want to look at is Citricos. It has reopened recently and has a great Mary Poppins theme. I think that's worth checking into as well. Um, is the way it used to be, and we don't know because it is going to be down for, um, you know, being rehabbed. Not great for a group just because of the way that the tables are set up. But another place you might want to consider is Yachtsman. But I think if you look at any of those choices, you'll have some great options um, and have a great dinner. And what a nice way to say thank you!
0: Yeah, they're going to have a great time. I mean, Brad's a big Disney fan. He's he goes a lot, and he know he knows his stuff. But this is a great way to show your father-in-law that you appreciate him. You know, because this is a great trip. I mean, he's definitely hooking you guys up. And the thing is, I mean, you always want to stay in good races with your in-laws and this is going to be for sure yeah and you do it right <laughs> at the end of the trip that's perfect that waiting ride on that yeah. plane home i don't know if you guys ride in the same flight but that'd be perfect Brad's right. a smart guy and hopefully we'll <laughs> see his yankees in the in, in october and november we'll see whoa oh my gosh so what's up with the michigan stuff i'm just opened up the next email and it's got a picture of uh jim harbaugh <laughs> it's like bigger than anything like is the attachment okay so this person is apparently a michigan fan too Dennis. Okay. Well, we're going to go with this question here. It's actually a tip. I don't know if it's a tip about killing a, a lesser football teams in the, in the like first three weeks of the season. Cause they haven't played anybody yet, but we'll see. Let's look. Oh, tips for yak and Yeti reservations. Dennis says, good afternoon, Mike. I'm offending all kinds of people today. Uh, sorry about your Missouri Tigers last week. You've got me always keeping an eye on them now. Well, hey, we're two and one. I mean, we're okay. We're, gonna, we're going down. And now if we win this week, we will get a coach fired. So if we beat Auburn, promise you, we'll get a coach fired if it happens. I don't think it's going to happen, but it could. Following up on your tip, just wanted to pass along how we got Yak and Yeti reservations for our upcoming trip. Okay, it gives four tips. So if you want to eat at the sit down at Yak and Yeti, here's some good tips. Uh, he says there was absolutely zero availability showing for our entire trip on the Walt Disney World dining website. I tried many, many times. I called the and Yeti directly and they advised that I could for sure get in as a walk in. They said only select club members can take reservations over the phone and select club is like a proper noun. That's uh right. The right.
1: rainforest group, okay, the yeah. T-Rex group. They're all part of that same
0: group. Okay. Yes. So third thing he says, I joined the Landry's select club and he says yeah. it cost $25, but I instantly received a welcome bonus of $25 and additional September bonus of $5. And then he said, I called yak and yeti again. And as a select club member, any day and time was open for our party of six easy. We'll always keep this select club membership now since yak and Yeti is a must do for every trip. Thanks. Take care. And thanks for the tip. So that's a good tip. Cause I mean, here's the thing. I've been to yak and Yeti twice, the sit down and we loved it both times. And my family loved it. My family's not real adventurous. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But it's, it's really, really good. And the atmosphere is fun, but it's, it's one of those places. I think, you know, it's kind of like a Tusker house. Like, it is just, we never talk about it. And I just think it goes under the radar all the time. You just don't hear about it.
1: Yeah, I agree. And that Landry Select Club is actually good at a number of different restaurants located around the country and some around the world. I mean, they are, like, Bubba Gump's, you know, um, is part yeah, of that. Player, there's, yeah. yeah, there's lots of, of restaurants there. So, You might want to look into that to see if that's something that would benefit
0: you. We had a Landry's. When I worked at Space Camp back eons ago in 2002 and 2003, those summers, there was a Landry's seafood restaurant that was directly, I mean, across the road from our campus. I don't know if it's still there at the Rocket Center, but we went there a couple of times. It was kind of fancy when you were making like nine bucks an hour. Like, I mean, it was, you know. (laughs) We went <laughs>
1: Joe's Crab Shack. I was like that. Yeah, that restaurant was it, on the tip yeah. of my tongue, and I like lost it partway through my sentence. I don't know what that says about me, but here we go.
0: Okay, sticking in the Big Ten, Len, my good friend in Maryland, who is a Sparty fan, says we are going to Walt Disney World the first week of December, primarily to enjoy the holiday decorations. We have the parks, the deluxe resorts, and Fort Wilderness Campground on our list for viewing decorations. Is there somewhere else we're missing that we should include on our list? So they got the, let's see, the parks, the deluxe resorts, in Fort Wilderness. Man, he's got them. He's in good shape there. Uh, what else? I think so
1: too. I think really good shape. I think the only thing you might want to check on is see if there's any um, holiday-specific things going on at some of the different resorts. Sometimes um, they have like a scavenger hunt that is good for that holiday. Wilderness Lodge is sort of famous for doing something like this. So you can just stop by the desk and just see if they have any specific holiday uh, things that may be going on there. But you've gotten, you know, all the big ones. The other thing, of course, is going to be Mickey's Very Merry if you are planning on doing that just because in addition to the decorations, which you're going to see all day long, when you're there in the magic kingdom, there are going to be very specific holiday activities that are only going to be available right there during the party. So consider that.
0: I did see today as we're recording that the, one of the parties is already sold out the first party of the year. Not, not, not I'm just, mm-hmm. I didn't see which party it was. I'm not saying it is the very first party of the year, but we have one date that is sold out already. That's crazy. It's September, mid-September. Right. These parties are hot. They are. hot cakes. All right, Len, have a good... I uh, will say one other, one other suggestion that you might want to consider. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I think it's so much fun to go play the Winter Summerland mini golf course and play the winter side because they play all the Christmas carols and you got all the snowy scenes. And I think it's always so fun to take selfies in front of like the sled and the little, you know, presents and stuff like that. That could be kind of fun. Yeah,
1: too. that's cute. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Julie says Disney Springs, if they bring back like the, the Christmas tree trail or, you know, they have the Truth. trees sometimes just spread around the whole place. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh, how we've missed Disney Springs. That's a great, and, and they, they are, mean. and Len says they are doing the Christmas party. So get your tickets now. Good. All right, Natalie's got a question in the inbox. Hey Mike, my family's looking to stay at Caribbean Beach in February. The resort is huge and it scares us a bit but we don't exactly want to pay for a preferred room lol can you request a certain location that is not technically preferred also if you had to get rid of one of three resorts which would they be thanks so much okay so here's so you can put any kind of request on a reservation that you like now disney does not guarantee these but they do the best they can for their guests they want you to be happy but they can't, you know, it's, a, it's availability and how people are checking in, checking out. They try to, you know, it's like a Rubik's Cube, right? They're trying to get everybody where they need to be. I know,
1: like Tetris, yeah, man. Yeah, totally. You would it's a not Tetris. Want
0: to. Yeah, Tetris, better than a Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube totally does not make sense. It just, I watched a <laughs> thing on the 80s this afternoon and they're doing a thing about the Rubik's Cube and Jillian, wrong answers, one right answer. That's why it was so popular. Um, so thank you for saving me. But yeah, so if you see a part of the resort that looks good to you, put that on your reservation. I mean, you might get it. You probably will get it. Maybe not, but don't be mad if you don't, you know, and the thing is it is a large resort, but every part of the resort has its advantages, right? I mean, if you end up in it does. the end, it's the furthest in from the Skyliner, which is some people are like, Oh, that's such a bummer. I'm so far from the Skyliner. Here's the thing. You're right next to the Riviera. Go over there and get a Madame Croke for breakfast. I mean, you know, turn yeah. that lemon into lemonade, man. I mean, yeah, you got to walk The things, probably 7,000 calories. So walk to the Skyliner and burn 50 off. You know I mean? You got to look at it that way. Like, that's how I see things. Like, oh, dude, I didn't get by the Skyliner. Well, dang, I'm closer to the Madame Croak at Primo Piatto. Oh, well. It's very true. It is very true, and
1: uh, especially at Caribbean Beach, you can walk right across the bridge there, and Aruba and Jamaica are there. And I think those are good locations too. But like Mike said, it depends on what you really want to be at. The good news is, is that um, the bus stops at each one of the islands, right, and different areas of the resort and you can also use the bus as sort of an internal bus system. So pick it up in one location and have it drop you off near Centertown if you want to go there for um, a meal or something like that. The other thing they did was they put another quick service location in one of the uh, buildings that is the furthest away from the main building. So that kind of helped with that as well. But there are a lot of, you know, a lot of factors to consider. But when we say make room reserve or, or make room requests, the thing that you want to do is instead of saying like, I want
0: room 42, 35, exactly. It's like, don't, don't be Peyton Manning. Be like 42, 26, 38, <laughs> 94, <right>. Omaha, <laughs> no. Omaha.
1: No, don't do that. Seriously. <laughs> Tell Disney what you want so that they put are in the best position to help you. So say I want to be close to transportation. Okay. Or I would like to be closest to the Skyliner. Okay. I would like to be closest to the main building where the restaurants are. Okay. Another thing they can help you. The thing is, you're not going to be able to get all three of those. Exactly. exactly.
0: (laughs) My my head just blew up because it doesn't have, like, it's like, does not compute. Does not compute. (laughs) Right. Exactly.
1: But that's what you want to do.
0: Yeah, totally. It's like when I'm with my kids, like you want me to just make that thing? Cause it doesn't exist. You know, <laughs> right, like, exactly. like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Doesn't exist. <laughs> but right. Yeah, no, just <laughs> kidding. And she says, if you had to get rid of, let's say, okay, here, let's do a hypothetical. Cause my head is oh, kind of yeah. hurting about this. Okay. Let's go with the moderate resorts. Just the four. Cause she said three, but there's four. So we're not going to talk about the cabins. Cause they're kind of in the moderate category. Yeah. French quarter, yeah, Riverside, Coronado and Caribbean beach. So let's say like back after like September 11th or COVID, you're not gonna like blow one up and just explode it but you're gonna have to let's say you have to close it because like you know you have to kind of just take it out of the inventory for a while pull one out which one are you gonna do?
1: oh <laughs> I'm gonna do Riverside oh which I know, dude I know I know right but I will say so here's why Coronado. Of course, you're not getting rid of that because no, that's my favorite yeah,
0: one. Yeah, it's Coronado. <laughs> I mean, because it's got the... It's Yeah, you can't do Coronado right, right. now. Right,
1: no. Caribbean Beach is on the Skyliner right, now. Right, that's right. not going uh, anywhere. French Quarter is really unique and small. So people who are looking for a really small resort or something with a really unique theme, they're going there. And I think Riverside has a lot of pluses, and I know that so many people love it. But the thing is, the theme doesn't blow me away. Right. Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful resort. I think alligator Bayou is more themed maybe than the mansions part of it, but you know, that whole thing. So that's why I'm going with Riverside. I don't know, Mike, what about you?
0: See, I get rid of French quarter. I mean, just because it's the same reasons, but I mean you and exactly the reason I wouldn't get rid of French Quarter is because of the size, the size is a huge selling point. It's the smallest resort of all of them. I mean, it is one bus stop. It's great. But I just yeah, love Riverside. I, from here to there. I mean, Riverside. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, Riverside's got to sit down dining. It's it got live entertainment Wednesday through Saturday with Yeehaw Bob. I mean, it's just got it's got like the horse drawn carriage. I mean, it's got more going on in French Quarter. You know, it does, but, it, but it's right. also it's twice as big. It's a big big resort. So
1: we stayed at French Quarter back when it did have a sit-down restaurant. Yeah.
0: Bon um, I don't know how you said it. Bon I just bon remember yeah. seeing it in guidebooks. Yes. I was like, oh, I want to go there. And I never got there because it I
1: know. know. Yeah, it was um themed after the aristocrats. Um and yeah, it was actually really a, a good location because of a huge storm. They came through one of the times we were staying there. We actually ended up eating there twice within like five nights because we were at like, um, we're not going anywhere. So what can we figure out here?
0: In the bro? scat cat lounge, right? Because I I, I, I I used to just remember, I mean, I, do you remember back? I mean, this was, you know, pre- before like Twitter and social media, I would just read those burn guides, like cover to cover, like all the oh, time. Yeah. And like, I just remember French Quarter just stood out to me. Like I just what and that's where I stayed the first time I went. Like that was one of those things. Like I just like I fell in love with it just through a guidebook. And French Quarter looked better in a guidebook than any of the other resorts for some reason. And I think, I mean, it looks great in person. I think it just the right. theme works, you know, and I think it really It's That jumps out.
1: theming, I think. Yeah. It really is. And when you're there, it really I I love the way that they themed like the emergency exit steps at the end of each building and, and all of that. So they did a really
0: great job with that resort. And I think that's why it does. All right. Let's get to one more question. And I'm sorry if it is a run Disney question, this is not supposed to be the run Disney show, but that's what's coming in because we're getting up to race season. So it is from Rebecca. She's in Delaware. If I got my, if I paid attention in fourth grade, DE is Delaware. Correct. I should ask uh, Jeanette. Jeanette's from Delaware. So, uh, but Jeanette is the world traveler, by the way, one of our great agents at the Magic for Less. I mean, she's hopping continents like nobody's business over the last couple of months. My guy, you need to follow her on social media because I want to live Jeanette's life. She's like, she's on the Magic <laughs> right now, right? Is that not right?
1: Yeah, she's over in England and was seeing everything going on there. So for sure.
0: Yeah, man, doing it all. Okay, she says, hey, BOG peers, question about crowds around race weekends. We are planning a trip. The second week of January, 2023, arriving on January 8th, staying at the boardwalk. I know this is the marathon day and at the end of a race weekend. I'm wondering about the days after a race as far as crowd-wise. Do more people come before the race to do park time, or is it super crowded those few days after a race with runners staying after the races are finished? We are seasoned Walt Disney worlders, but have never been close to a run Disney event. Super excited about the January weather. Okay. Hang on. Let me talk about that in a second. These dates are set for us as that is the last week where both of my college students' kids are still on winter break at the same time. Thanks in advance, Rebecca. Okay. First, let me, that was not supposed to be a snide comment, but I will say (laughs) marathon weekend in the past has brought crazy weather swings i mean it has brought beautiful weather some year i'm just saying because i am still having issues with the weather for some of the races because some of the wet races you can see me after 26 miles i still have on like a long sleeve nike like the, the thermal stuff like the football players wear in in January at Lambeau Field. Yes. I have on the head thing where you just see my face because it's it's that cold now. And I've been out running for five hours at this point, and I'm still wearing gloves, the thing that only my eyes and my face are sticking out, long sleeves and, you know, the, the tights. I mean, I am still bundled up at the finish line. So it was yeah. cold those, we, those years. And then we've had the year, like a couple of years ago, where at the marathon, they had to cut the course because it was so hot. People were dropping. I mean, just... You saw people it's just getting crazy. sick. Oh my God. It was brutally hot. So I'm just saying, but there have been nice years. So don't sweat it. Cause you have no control over what it's going to be like. Let's just all say it's mm-hmm. going to be 60 and sunny. It's going to be nice. Um, but the thing is, I would say again, you're going to be good. Again, we talked about this earlier, especially if you want to go to the parks at night, you're golden over marathon weekend. Cause the marathoners are typically the more serious runners that go to bed early. and, I would say probably 60, 70% of the people leave on Monday because most people are a lot of people run dopey and they've used up a lot of their days off of work. Like me, you know, a lot of teachers do this. A lot of people that have jobs and they're there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday they're on a plane. Like they may go into the Magic Kingdom, get some pictures, but by like dinner time, most of the runners are out of there. You'll see some runners straggling. But I mean, do you agree, Pam, you've been there over these race weekends, I would say by Tuesday, you're going to see runners, but most of them are out of there.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. So many end up leaving and they aren't, um, there for that many days before usually either. The thing that will impact it is where, um, New Year's Eve is in, in relation to the race and where Martin Luther King day is in relation to the race. And that um, tends to influence it probably more
0: than anything else. Yeah, I think this year we're okay, but I think next year for 2024, this is that year like we had, remember that super cold year? We all hung out and we, we were down there for New Year's Eve and went right into yeah. Marathon Weekend. It was super, because I remember I had the Chewbacca <laughs> hat on and all the pictures at Epcot for New Year's Eve. That was an <laughs> <It> was awesome <laughs> New Year's Eve. That was the great. We had so many people there. It was so I mean, that is how Epcot is supposed to be, except I waited 100%. like, I think I waited seven hours just to get plain fried rice and, china because there's no yes, absolutely food. oh my god it was packed but that was so much fun but yeah you're going to be fine especially if you're going to the parks after a race weekend you are you are really good you're really good and have yeah. a good time hopefully we'll see you down there uh so say hi if you see us okay well that's going to do it for today's show you have questions uh we do run disney questions but we also talk about other things so if you have questions <laughs> about stuff other than run disney Mike at BRGestpodcast.com. We'll get those on the show next week for you. Also, you can join us when we record the shows usually around five o'clock Eastern during football season here as Mallory has cheers. So we're going with the listener questions a bit earlier. So join us on Facebook and YouTube, and you can ask your question live and get right to the top of the queue there. Uh, don't forget, show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. So check them out. The best thing to do is swing by the website, just go to the magic It's a great place to kind of just start thinking about your trip. There's awesome trip planning tools right there resort guides specials you know you want to see the specials going on at all the destinations cruise line uh, even universal adventures by disney check it all out there and then there's a great button just click it you can fill out the quote form You might have a lot of information. You might just have a little, but fill it out with as much as you have. An agent will get back in touch with you right away. There's no obligation ever, and we'll let you know. What do those dates look like? What's the availability look like? What's the initial pricing look like? Then we just go from there. Super simple, no obligation, and we have a good time planning those trips. So check them out today. We'd love to work with you over at TheMagicForLess.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's brguestpodcastcom slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who make all these shows possible. And sorry for all the snide comments today. Patrons, I apologize. But our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest, where I talk about growing up here in Missouri, a lot of other fun topics. So if you'd like to get in on that, come on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Give Pam a follow on the social media. She's at TMFLTPam. You can also follow The Magic for Less on Instagram. Just look for The Magic for Less Travel, I think it is. It's either the magic for less or the magic for less travel. I forget every time I do the ad, but there you go. And also you can follow me, be our guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. I'd love to talk to you this week. All right. We are going to be back again on Friday and we're going to hit Ricky's going to join us and we're going to give some more tips about capturing not only your pictures, but also video and even audio. Audio is important for your Walt Disney world and Disney cruise line and Disneyland trips. We're going to talk about bringing those memories home and using the technology that's in your hand, and it's also in your bag. What do you have with you, and what can you do to make sure that you bring home the best memories so that a year later, five years later, ten years later, you can look back on that trip and share it with others and also remember what a special time that was that week, that weekend that that fun time in your life. So we're going to talk about tips to capture the magic on Friday shows. I hope you'll join us for that. So until we get back together again, for Pam, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the BR Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at brguestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and
0: we'll see you real soon.